clams and clams and clams. Okay, we're going to eat. Ah, fuck yeah. We're rolling, aren't we? Sure. All right. Welcome to the Real Dummies Podcast. My name is Dan Edwards. I'm Angus Lee. I'm Matt Earl. All right. Hey, man. We have been absent <laughs> from your ears for probably three months now. The reason being, life finds a way. We've had a lot on our fucking plate. Lots of life stuff. Things have changed. Our lives have changed. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's different now. I took up needlepoint, <laughs> and it's destroyed me. I'm a ballet dancer. <laughs> and I, I, uh, I like scrapbooking these days, so. Like collages? Stickers. Stickers. Uh, I, I take a lot of articles out of the province, our local newspaper, mm-hmm. Vancouver Sun. So I, uh, I, I've been needlepointing a lot of uh, just like funny quips. I have uh, like 13 different ones that say, God bless this mess mm-hmm. that I give to to my, my closest friends. I have yeah. ones that say... Uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, um, live, love, laugh. <laughs> yeah, eat, yeah. eat, pray, love. Uh, <laughs> live, love, laugh. Uh, like lots of uh, lava, <laughs> a bunch of different combinations. It gets a little out of hand. Eat, pray, lava was one. I mean, I made, I did that once. That the was best. <laughs> the the best part of the morning is a hot cup of coffee, needle pointed. <laughs> Thank you for that housewarming gift, by the way, Matt. Well, I know how you like your cup of Joe. Yeah, I love my Java. I love my Java. Uh, okay, we're just this Java hot as lava. Hot as lava. I take my Java hot as lava. Jesus fucking Christ. Hawaii mahalo surfing. No, no, we're just fucking around. Uh, I've never needle pointed in my life. No, yeah, no I, God, I don't no. do ballet. If you see me needle pointing on the street or at the bus stop or something, just shoot me in the face because I've gone off the deep end. Yeah, unless I'm not living, worth living anymore. Oh, keep that in mind, Matthew. Unless I'm needle pointing, this, <laughs> take my Java hot as lava. <laughs> yeah. In which case, don't stop the man. In case, give me twenty bucks for that because that's fucking hilarious and amazing. That is artwork. <laughs> No, I think we've just been we've just been really busy. I think yeah. just like yeah, I don't band know, just affairs, a, band affairs, band affairs. We are the all three of us have been going have been busy. The three of us are all in bands and and shit has been very busy. Band affairs have been busy. Yeah, you guys just got back from a tour yourselves. We did, yeah, mm-hmm. and, and you've been so you've been. So you, I won't specify festivals or else they can pinpoint which band you're in. And you know what? This is. I mean, I don't think you've even been in this band since the last podcast. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. The, wow. the the band that I went that I was on tour with, we hadn't been playing. You know, this but, was um, a band that I used to play in ten years ago, and we just got back together to play some shows, which was fun. But I've been playing some uh, big festivals and have some more up on the way. But uh, yeah, lots yeah, coming you know, up. A lot of we've been busy, but I think it was just time to finally get back into the old podcasting mm-hmm. gear. Enough fucking around. Time to get down to what's important. Mm-hmm. Do you, you guys, guys remember? Yeah. Crash, Seriously. crash, test. Dummies. How could I forget? We were the real dummies podcast is back alive. Uh, we're going to be electric. You know, <laughs> Angus and I just days ago were in Winnipeg, hometown of the Crash Test. Absolutely amazing. And you True. know what? I'm ashamed to say, I don't think there are even a couple of times when me and Angus, just the two of us, were alone together. And I don't think you guys either, even talked about it. It was stupid it. that we didn't even because I, I bring it up. Remember the moment we were actually like on the corner in Winnipeg, just the two of us, and we were just kind of shooting the shit. At one point, we should have said, "Man, fucking, we're in Bradstown. Yeah, fucking, this is it. This is where this is where it all began. Yeah, yeah. I know. On these very streets, I was even Concrete. thinking. I was even thinking it might have been fun to like." Obviously, I don't have any of the podcasting gear, yeah. but it would have been fun to like do a phone and like yeah, podcast while you yeah, guys were in Winnipeg. Yeah, we yeah. could have recorded it, yeah. or it would have been or funny had you like, brought your stuff on the road and yeah, then just yeah. phoned me in from yeah, Vancouver. Yeah, yeah, it would have been quite funny. But yeah, I know. Yeah. Anyways, Dude, this album was recorded in Winnipeg. There you go. <laughs> this was uh, a okay. We could have yeah. found the studio. I mean, we weren't there for very long. But no, you know. no, we weren't there long enough. Winnipeg's one of those towns that whenever I'm there, it's not for very long because we don't go any. We don't really go any further past Winnipeg. It's always time to turn around. But yeah, that, that's the thing. I, I I've now now that I've finally done a tour, I realize like when when touring <clears> bands <throat> come to Vancouver and like I I go hang out with them and like you know they come out from the states or from some other part in Canada or whatever, and I go talk to them and I. 
I go up and be like, oh, how you like in Vancouver? They're like, it's cool. It's cool. But the thing is, like, now I know it's like, you don't actually see much of the city. You no, kind of yeah. go to your hotel, you go to the venue, you go back to your hotel, and then you're gone the next day. Yeah. It's like, saw a bit of it. I mean, it looked nice. Yeah, it's like, the venue's cool. I know. Cool and now I feel like a dumbass for the, the bands that have come through and be like, oh, you got to check out this place. got to check out this place before you leave. I'm like, yeah, yeah we're yeah. we're leaving at 10 in the morning tomorrow, man. Yeah. Like, you don't we, have we a, got here at 5 in the afternoon, and we're leaving at 10 in the morning. You only get those yet. stories of, like, yeah. checking out a town when it's, like, been your day off. Usually, yeah, like, day off, when you do, exactly. like, long tour is usually monday's the day off right yeah, yeah, monday's right. just like yeah. it's after the weekend kind of deal and yeah. usually a lot of tours are routed so that mondays are your day off so you yeah. have like that time to just yeah. chill and decompress a bit but like that's the only time and like usually it's just like a shit shit town that you're in because you're halfway a drive from like one major city to the next so you're just stopping in like a small little town and like I don't know, like if you're in michigan oh. or something like that or like oh. illinois or some shit there's some sick spots but I don't know, it's just like... Well, on our one night off, we uh, hung out in Yorkton, Saskatchewan. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, exactly, Shout right? out to Yorkton. Uh, yeah. Very sick. You, the one hotel you got has a sick water slide. We had a lot of fun on that bad boy. That looked yeah. like a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. I saw but, your video that you posted, guys. It yeah. was good. Yeah. There's a lot of wood ticks in Yorkton, though. What's a, a wood tick? Wood just ticks. like a tick that loves... Well, they look exactly wood. like bed bugs. Should, should we bother with this story? <laughs> no. No, you shouldn't bother. You with shouldn't. This story? No, okay. we should get back. To, but like, All but right. they they look a lot like bed bugs, man. And it scared us a bit. But we, I we woke up in the middle of the night with a wood tick in my bed. I thought it was bed bugs. I was freaking out. I couldn't sleep. I told everyone the next day we had bed bugs. <laughs> yeah. We were searching everything. Everyone was checking because bed bugs latch on your clothes. We were planning on staying at like some like like little, like like. like Family, Fr- fa- family yeah. and friends' houses in the coming days, and we're like, "Well, we got to cancel that. We got to go like find camping or like hotels because yeah, well, we can't the bring bugs. the bed bugs into their home. Yeah, like exactly. that's awful." Yeah. And cool. so we're doing all this stuff, and I, I was like, 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 I, like at one in the morning when I thought I found a bed bug in my bed. Like I'm like on 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 fucking Yelp <laughs> looking at reviews, yeah. l- looking at reviews, and like it's saying like, "Yeah, I've, I found a bed bug in my bed," and they told me it was nothing, and I was like. Fuck, man, like I'm not in the first one. Like, why the fuck do we stay here? And it was a nice fucking hotel. It was like a four yeah. and a half star hotel. Yeah, yeah. So we. Uh, oh, you didn't opt for the five star, boys. No, no. Oh, no. God, I don't think they have a five star, star in York. Baby. <laughs> no, we are not. Yeah, right but uh, but then we we like we're checking out and we're like, do we even say anything? Like maybe we were staying an extra day. I might say something to say like I want to change fucking rooms or like I probably wouldn't even stay there. But anyway, like. Like our drummer Joel goes up and he says, "Like, yeah, just so you know, we like had a bed bug scare. We found some bed bugs in like our uh, in our room." And they, they go, just "Oh," was, and they go, "You know what? Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's awful. I'm sorry, but uh, and we want to see if we'd get comped or something or some kind of like something. Even though, yeah, but, we'll but, just we'll just take 48 beers and everything will be fine. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But then they're like, you know, it, it could be wood ticks because it's wood tick season here in Saskatchewan." And then we're like, wood ticks. And then that's we, what it was. we hop on the Google images and we look at it and we were just like, oh yeah, that's totally the bug. It has the same design. You compared the- it to the one that was hanging out. Yeah. Cause we, well, caught, they, they we caught, caught a live one. Alive. We caught they a live one. Stacked in some, it was some latched. I was in the shower and it was latched on like right by my butt on my lower cheek. It was latched on. I peeled it off and I was showering. I was like, motherfucker. And then you drowned him. Yeah. But like, then ah, I held on to him. And then, but it, it, it yeah, yeah, it was the same. It was a, it sure enough. It was a tick. And, uh, yeah, but it did look a lot like a bed bug though, but, okay, but uh, we, we, we were like, but it was fucking hilarious. Cause we're just like, guys, it's Wartex, it's Wartex. And everyone's like, Wartex, <laughs> yeah. yes. We were actually excited. So much better than, yeah. We were fucking stoked. Yeah. Man. Because like, it's better than fucking, it's way better than bed yeah, bugs. And even at, um, at the guy's house, we stayed at the next night, but there's one, like Nathan, one of the guys found one on his leg. He put it on the ground and Rich had a baseball and he fucking smashed it into this fucking tick. Like pretty hard and rolled around, yeah. and lifted up, and the wood ticks started crawling away. Yeah, I don't know if you it's know like wood ticks, but they're, you they're really very flat critters. They're very flat. You yeah, have to like, like crush them real hard if you want to like, actually think kill about them. that. In they like silverfish to a to a human Kinda, being. Yeah, they're they're super flat. Hard to they're kill. Very flat. Yeah. yeah, they're very flat. Anywho, uh, anyways, guys, what a great it was rega- a great regalment of story of the road yeah. with ticks. That was the best part of the tour, man. Let's get down to business. You are listening to the Real Dummies podcast. This is the podcast about we talk about the band, the Canadian band from Winnipeg, the Juno winning uh, crash test dummies. Uh, Today's song is called Thick Necked Man, whereas 
when you guys told me the song, I thought it was Thick Naked Man. Because, you know, when you're like, oh, look at that boy. He's all naked. Yeah, he's and naked. He didn't have any clothes on. He's naked. That is one thick, naked yeah. man. Because you guys texted me, and that's just how my brain read the text. Sure. Um, <laughs> but then I realized it's thick necked man. N E C K E D. Yes. Naked. Spelling. Naked, naked man. Spelling. Naked man. Yeah. Angus chose the song. I did. You know why? Because uh, of the name, the title, and also uh, it Who was wrote on Wikipedia. This? And the writer is my man. Motherfucking Betty. man of the house, lord of kings of Queentown. The dummies. Lord of the dummies. Benjamin Darville yep. wrote this song. It's not true. Brad Roberts. You if can you, definitely if, tell. If, if you look at the writers on this album, it's Brad Roberts, Brad Roberts, Brad Roberts, Brad Roberts. One song, Benjamin Darville. The following one, Paul Westerberg. Uh, one of my favorite songwriters of all time. But that's for another episode. And then Brad Roberts, Brad Roberts. But, the replacements uh, guy, right? Huh? Replacements guy. Well, that's for another episode. But, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, man, is this the only Benjamin Darville one that ever made it to like a, uh, a an actual? I mean, because he left. You know, the other albums don't even fucking say. Who knows? Who knows? But anyway, but it's very harmonica heavy, and he played a lot of the harmonicas. He did in the band, so you can tell it's definitely a song written by him. What is Darville's official instrument? Because he just kind of seems like a harmonica. Um, harmonica is. I'm pretty I sure think he no. did harmonica. No, no, no. But he did a lot of lead guitar and stuff, uh, right? Mandolin like, harmonica. It says right here. Yeah, he plays a lot harmonica, of percussion, guitar, and mandolin. Well, I, th- I always kind of thought like he did like a lot of the guitar work too. Like the he probably did like second uh, guitar. Yeah, because Brad doesn't do that much guitar. Like I mean, he probably did all like the guitar solos and stuff like that. Every solo is probably Darville on this first album. I guess so. Yeah, he, well, it says harmonica mostly, percussion, and then you know he probably played second guitar, like backing yeah. acoustic guitar. He's just kind of a man of all hats, isn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah. When you write when you write records that have like so much different. There's so many different types of instruments on there. You got to have one guy that learns all yeah. of them and knows how to play that shit live. Mm-hmm. It's got to sound good live. So, mm-hmm. Chardova, I'm sure Benjamin Darville was stoked to do it. Um, his harmonica shit is amazing, and on this song, it's uh, really Especially good. I think I think the song. general consensus between the three of us is this song is pretty. Uh, it's a rocker. It's good. <laughs> it's good. Like it it's very. It, it's very maritimey. Uh, very maritimey. Very Celtic sounding. Like uh, sea shanty ish, if you will. For sure. Uh, yeah, and uh, I mean, I guess it's when it's off their first record, right? So this record. is a, this is before they were even thinking like and plus how to write super weird ass shit. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is in their prime. I mean, it's not um, their prime. I love God Shuffled His Feet, but if I'm being perfectly honest, I do prefer this album. Oh, there's just more, more of like a there's more of like a formula to the writing. There's a formula a lot to of it. these songs. I think there's more it's pretty cohes- listenable, pretty it's listenable, more, more cohesive sound. I I actually find the str- the songwriting better. The mm-hmm. lyrics kind of have all the aspects that make Brad's like the good aspects of of, of Brad's lyricism without. The weirdness of it—it's kind of like oh, yeah. he, he has certain qualities that are kind of like. Well, also this their this is their yeah. rookie release, man. This yeah, is like this you is know like, this is what started. And, this is what they played at first. And mm-hmm. the thing is, sometimes like you can listen to the music and um, you know, like if a band's like uh, kind of like fresh and new, like the enthusiasm shows through in the music and in the, the performance. Stoked. Yeah, they're all stoked. You can yeah. you can kind of hear the enthusiasm when in the later ones. You can almost hear the begrudgingness yeah. of it all, right? The like, death, the death. It just how they're just like, "Why are we fucking doing this? Mm. This is, this is not a good song." Yeah, and they're all like, "I don't think the record companies are going to accept this." And Brad's like, "Shut the fuck up." Yeah, but this one, I mean, they got their deal. They got, I mean, Superman song is off this one. Hell yeah! I mean, they do a replacements cover off that. Do you think like you'd have to get some like crazy permission to get that? I mean, probably. Ah, uh, this was back in '91, so it's I mean, hard but, to say. But I mean, copyright law has always been a thing, right? I mean, yeah, but I don't think it was really as bad until hip hop came in and they're just blatantly sampling songs. But you probably have to get the okay from from the band themselves, at least, right? I have no idea. You'd think. You'd think so. But I mean, you know, it was uh, was different back then. I know. You know what changed it all when it came to that? What? The Verve. Oh, right. The Verve changed copyright law forever. 
Because of that uh, bittersweet symphony. Because right? of bittersweet symphony. What the hell? Which part is the Rolling Stones part in that song? Well, that's the funny thing because, so like, what they sample is an orchestral cover by the of, Andrew uh, Oldham oh. Orchestra of the last time by the Rolling Stones. Really? So like, the Andrew Old- Oldham Orchestra put out an album that was a bunch of orchestral covers of Rolling Rock Stone Rolling songs. Stone. Oh, just Rolling Stones. Huh? Yeah, just Rolling Stone songs, and then they sampled a bit from that so it was considered ripping off the stones even though it's like a rip off of a rip off of the stones like no i get it yeah yeah but dude like the verve that was their biggest hit uh, and they don't make that's any their, money off last of it album, and they and don't they, make any money they off made of hardly it. any money off it they lost so bad in court and it changed like copyright and like sampling laws like forever God, i still hear that song on the radio so that yeah. means the stones are getting most of that money all of it. The Stones got most wow. of that money. Yeah. God, that's rough, man. Yeah. Hey, the Stones song. would be big boys and be like, "Oh, big boy." But but the thing is, it's not the Stones though. It's the record company. The record company's out for all Get that. Get a money. beach ball. Yeah. Teach yeah, you how to blow it out. Well, yeah, there's, there's, but Mick Jagger doesn't give a flying fuck about that. <laughs> there's that story about how. Oh, is it Mick Jagger? I always thought it was Mick Jagger. Mick yeah. Jagger. Because he started Jagger Because he he started Jagermeister, right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Because you know, in Spanish. Uh, what about like, like, like Hagos? Yeah, Hager. Mick Hager. Yeah, me, Mick me, Lama Dana. Me, Lama Dana. My name is Dana. <laughs> me, Lama Dana. But there's also that story of um, Mexico. There's also Spain. that story of uh, Portugal. Uh, Juan Fogarty Egypt. from CCR. Yeah, who's Juan? Juan Fogarty from CCR. Uh, Juan from Fogarty C- from CCR. From CCR. 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 Thank you very much. Yeah. Hun Fogarty from CCR. Are you, are you doing Andy Kaufman? Thank you very much. <laughs> yes! I, I don't know. I don't know. It sank. Uh, but anyway, um, he... Lanka, um, there's something wrong with the tires on this cab. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I would just a day I'm from Catsbyard. It sank. <laughs> it sank. Yeah. Sorry. Oh. Tony Clifton. Anyway. But yeah, like uh, John Fogarty from CCR, you know, that song Run Through the Jungle. They put that out, but apparently it sounded too similar to a, another song that he had written. Oh, yeah. And the record company made him sue himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking weird. Yeah. Like, well, there's got to be, I don't know. It might have been on another label, that, that song, and then he was on another So that's so it's, it's the labels suing each other. Uh, I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, I don't know. Shit, we're, done. we're done. Talking about we're done. Question. We're I done. Sorry, I, I just had a self-realization. How did we? How do we get on this? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, do you guys want to just watch an episode of Taxi? Right now? Yeah. While the, while we record, <laughs> say fuck it. <laughs> sure. No way. Yeah. Um, so this tune off their first album. Uh, perfect. Nope. Oh, okay. Well, oh, anyway, oh. Uh, this tune off their first album, uh, the only one written by Benjamin Darville. Uh, you know, my, my all time favorite crush to dummy song is off this album, so I'll always have a soft spot for it. Uh, oh, fuck me. We're going to listen to the, uh, the yeah. taxi yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Gay Matt, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Oh, no, go All right. Uh, I'm walking in. We- <laughs> I'm walking. <laughs> dude, dude. Sitting down. When we were on tour, we were in Winnipeg, and it was oh. like late night. We were back from the thing, and Midnight Cowboy was on. Matter of regaling us with more yeah, stories yeah, yeah. from but, the room. But Midnight Cowboy was on, and I guess I'm the only one who had seen it. So I was like, ooh, we got to watch this. It's a great fucking movie. And I was like, guys, this is the movie where I'm walking here. It came from. <laughs> like, what? No. And then, like, 10 minutes in, the scene when, like, Dust Hoffman's banging on it, going, Hey, I'm walking here. And everyone goes, Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah. And then you turned it off and went to bed? Yeah. And we all jerked off and, into a cracker and, Angus, and then ate it. Angus. And then we went to bed. Angus, enough. Well, anyway, vulgar. Just regalin. Just regalin. Yeah, if you didn't know, I'm You're walking here. I mean, I kept regalin. But anyway, I love this album. This is, uh, it's got my favorite all time Crash Dummy song on it. So, um, yeah. It's, what song was that? Uh, my favorite all-time Crash Test Dummy song is The Ghost That Haunts Me, the title track. Have we done song. that one yet? We yes, have. We sure have. Okay. I yeah. can't remember. Oh, yeah, this is episode 44, right? Yeah. Episode 4? Wow, we're four. really pushing yeah. our longevity for this podcast. 
We're doing great. I man. thought we were going to be done in like two years, but we're coming up on our two year anniversary. We're in coming August. up. We're not making as much. We haven't even done if we did one episode a week like we had planned. We still are not even at a year. I just I just think it's fun to have a reason to get get a, get together with the boys and have a couple yeah. Of years. It's just fun. I would like to hop back on this train though, but you know I say that every time. Who knows? Yeah. We'll do it. We'll we'll do it. Busy boys. Uh, Matt, uh, uh, bathing suit. What's the deal? You got it on? Uh, <laughs> you know what? You got it on. Yeah. Don't drag it out. You got your bathing suit on or not? Yeah, man. Just go naked. Fuck it. Whip those fucking jeans, the high jeans well, shorts here's off. The thing, here's the thing. With going that, through the quad to the gymnasium. Tan. Here's the thing. No bottoms, but a t-shirt. All right, done. Yeah. That's a good swimsuit. Uh, what kind of swimsuit you got on? I got a thong on. Oh. Since I was wearing to the club last night, and I did not go home. Oh. <laughs> you dirty yeah. dog. Woo. That's fucking gross. What? What kind of uh, suit you got on? Dana, I'm just wearing a my. I'm just wearing a power suit. What's that? I don't know, like a Power Rangers outfit. Nope, it's like a power suit. Like you, it's like a suit that makes you be like like the people at your job look up to you and they go, "Oh shit!" Right, there's, there's the big boss man. He's, oh, right, he's powerful. Okay. So oh, we're talking a- about bathing suits. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Well, I mean, they can be power swimsuits. Yeah, you can have you can have that business power swimsuit. Three as well. piece swimsuit. You got to look the part. Three be piece. the part. So I got I got go swimming. I got a I got a top that covers my titties, and I've got a bottom oh. that covers my privates, and then I've got a little cummerbund. Ah. Cummerbund. A Benedict cummerbund. <laughs> Benedict cummerbund. <laughs> that guy's so good in mask. Yeah. Oh fuck! Yeah, he's great in mask. I mean, Eric Schultz. Stoltz, Schultz, Stoltz, yes. Stoltz, yeah. Stoltz, fuck. Yeah, Back to the Future. Um. <laughs> anyway, I did so, this part. Yeah. So we're all suited one, up. One of those was real. We're all suited up. We're gonna take the speedboat out. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna bring the uh, our our uh, our wakeboards, and then we're gonna get out there and be like, "All right, who's first, boys?" And be like, "I don't fucking know how to wakeboard." I'm like, do you know? I know no. how to. I know how to I, boogie board. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, I thought. What do you guys know to wake for? I thought you guys were going to teach me. I'm like, no, none of us fucking know. I'm like, oh shit. Well, what do we do? Let's just park the boat, anchor down, and just go to the bow, and we're going to dive in On to this, this lake. And these lyrics. And Here the we lyrics. go. Take it away, Matt. Pew. Um, so. I'll start off. Um, these lyrics are actually some of the best I've ever uh, read. Um, uh, uh, Matthew, his may, life. may I stop you in for a second? Life. <laughs> in my entire life. I uh, 100% agree with you. Yeah, out of all the Brad, you did a great job today. Oh, no. but here's no, he the thing. Didn't. He didn't. Yeah, that's the best oh, part. Sorry, Benjamin, you did Benjamin a great job today. Benjamin did a great job today. Yes, he sure did. Yeah, how, how sure are, there, are we, though, that Benjamin wrote the lyrics? Well, um, he's got the writing credit. Man. Yeah, well, but that's, that's, that's usually music. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not 100%. Oh. So, okay. I guess if, if, I guess if it said written by Ben and... But, uh, but, okay, here's the thing. Benjamin Darville, if you wrote these lyrics, you, you did a great job. Brad Roberts, if you wrote these lyrics, you went above and beyond and did an amazing job. Great job, guys. <laughs> great, great job. Yeah. Um, yeah, they definitely don't have the signature like weirdness of a um, Crash This Dummy song, which makes me think Brad didn't write them. Uh, they kind of have a very kind of classic folky uh, Taking into consideration thing. this is off their first record too. It is, but still like even off those that first record it's got some weird, weird lyrics. Shit. I okay. mean, dude, Superman songs off that. That that's very unconventional lyrics. Yeah, as much 100%. as I like the lyrics that it's very unconventional. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. But anyway, um it's good. It's uh it, it kind of talks about um just kind of like a the theme of it is just kind of greedy people, um, and I like it because each verse uh, tells the story of a different character that are all kind of related. So the first one's about a bartender. It starts off with, we're talking about a thick-neck man in the city. Build a pub, or uh, build a pub of blood and sweat. Swears by God he'll stand by justice, but he ain't stood by justice yet. Ooh. I like it. Ain't a man of his word. No way, Jose. Uh, the the second half of the verse says, he gets them drunk, 
and gets their money. Mm-hmm. They cash their welfare checks for stout. Stout, stout is, is a, a type of beer. Is a type of beer. It's a very, dark beer. Very dark Guinness, beer. I would say. Uh, yeah. Yes. So Guinness these, is a stout. These people yes. with their welfare checks, they're not doing too well. <laughs> not faring very and, well. And, and they, they barely have any bones to pit, uh, uh, any dimes to scrape together, and they're spending it on this thick neck man's bartender's stout. What an asshole. What do you um, think the name of the bar but was? That, um, thick. Thick dicks. Thick dicks. <laughs> now he throws them into the street. Yeah, yeah. He's a, yeah, he, he takes the welfare checks for stout. Now he throws them into the street. He sucked you in and he'll spit you out. Because out rhymes with stout. It does. It sure yeah. does. And, uh, and so, that's the first verse. So, yeah, just a dude who kind of... Uh, Runs a bar and Runs takes a bar, money and kicks you out. Says he has a good moral compass. Clearly doesn't. Um, just doesn't give a shit. Just takes these poor, hard done by folks. Gets them drunk. Takes their money and then tells them to get the fuck out. I'm gonna go on eBay right now and see yeah. if I can buy a moral compass. Um, Might as well find out. The course is you is fucking a, need it. Buddy. Is that a thing? You need it more than know. anyone I know. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but uh, can can I get to the course? Locking it up. Uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, this yeah, this yeah, money-minded yeah, son of a bitch will not a penny lend. Oh, sob. God. Well, no, but in the <laughs> what well, says on the lyrics, sob. But son of a bitch. In the song, they say Jeremy son of a bitch. So this money-minded son of a bitch will not a penny lend, and all I can do is pray to God he'll suffer in the end. Yeah, so, yeah. Karma, bitch. Karma, motherfucker. You, what goes around comes around all over right. your face. <laughs> there you go. We're all on the same page. Mustard right? seeds. Yeah. Mustard seeds. Uh, out that mustard seeds. Second verse talks about uh, of a l- different from the first. L- less of a blue collared guy, more of a white collar around that thick neck. neck. Yo, he's in a three piece like the bathing suit like I'm the, currently wearing with it, my cummerbund. Absolutely, my Benedict cummerbund. Yeah. You tell me, you're so, dressed so, the same as a thick neck man. Yeah, <laughs> drinking my pee. So he says, <laughs> we're, we're talking about a thick neck man in a three piece, killing from his office desk. The man plays uh, the many. many places he has been, and many more he'll visit yet. Well traveled, rich man, nice, well dressed, well traveled. Possibly a door to door salesman. Yeah. Oh, without his mommy's there, pride and kisses, without his country's confidence, without the dying man's permission, without no guilt or consequence. So he just kind of does whatever the fuck he wants. Disregards a, his parents' approval. Disregards he's a real bad boy. He's kind of uh, you know one of those Wall Street fuckers. You know one of those guys Bernie Sanders really hates. Yeah, one of those guys you'd hear Bernie Sanders feel the burn. That's who this one running is. running his campaign off of those motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, the, of course again this bloody minded son of a bitch has not a uh, wound to mend because he has no remorse, mm-hmm. and says uh, and all I can do is pray to God he'll suffer in the end. Then we get to the third verse, and uh, this guy is more about a um, kind of like rough and tumble uh, uh, a type, kind of like a, a I, I, I find this last verse, he's kind of like uh, Nicolas Cage in Con Air. Sure, but that guy's such a, he's such a good guy, though. In that no, one. the first scene when he kills the guy in the rain, he's got the long hair, camera. Dude, did you, but. <sighs> oh, am I thinking of a different movie? No, well, yeah, he, he 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 kills a guy, but he's defending his woman's honor, and, and he gets he takes on three guys at once and ends up killing one. That's why he goes to jail for seven years, but like unrightfully so. I was on acid when I saw the movie. Oh, really? I've only seen it once. But do you remember? Put the bunny back in the box. So is that a porno? No, is that's that? the greatest moment of the greatest sons. Greatest sons. Con- we okay, are. one day we all got to get a while, get together and watch Con Air. No, we got to start our side podcast. Rooker, Ray, Rooker, Rooker, and Rooker, Rooker, Sinker, Sinker yeah. Michael Rooker movies. Yeah, yeah. Michael Rooker's in Con Air, but I don't. We think also, he is. you guys have also forgotten, we have to watch Celtic Pride. Oh, oh yeah, that's true. Shit on my dick. We got to do audio commentary for that. Sorry, I, it's been a long three months that we haven't recorded. I've been thinking about things we said in past podcasts, and I think Celtic Pride. We got to watch that. Yeah. Daniel Stern, the other fat guy, the one of those Wayans brothers. Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, sorry, Dan Aykroyd. You what remember is... Daniel Stern, but you don't remember Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> I couldn't remember if it was Dan. I couldn't remember if it was Dan Aykroyd or, or John Lovitz. John Lovitz. <laughs> He's losing his mind, and I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> 
What are you laughing about? It's John Lovitz. He's just funny. <laughs> John Lovitz. I am John Lovitz. <laughs> yeah, rat race. There's a big race, and I want to win. I do not want to work at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry, last verse match? Sorry, I totally, like, I just was like, yo, sorry. I'm having a wonderful time. <laughs> having a wonderful time. Oh, gross. All right, um, so, it, it says, now we're talking about a thick-neck man in a fist fight, losing lots of blood. It's not his night. His boss is uptight. His face and name are covered in mud. He watches TV, all-star wrestling, slams a six of ale... Hits his wife, wrecks the car, and spends the long dark night in jail. Well, the preacher. Oh, and I. Okay. Well, first of all, let's just tackle that. Yeah. So, I guess he's a fighter, like a street fighter. Is that what you get uh, out? I don't really know. I don't know. I think. I think you're starting to realize at the end of the song that he's a real piece of shit. Well, yeah. I mean, and the maybe- hits his wife and wrecks the car. I mean, I mean, he's obviously a drunk, and like, I, I, it sounds like he just gets in a lot of fights. Maybe, maybe he's one of the guys that the former gentleman serves alcohol to, and then tosses out in the street. Maybe it's kind of connected. Maybe either that, or or yeah. those guys fucking turn on him and yeah. beat his ass. But the the thing that confuses me here is he slammed a six of ale. And just that six of ale got him hitting his wife and wrecking the car. Well, I mean, that's probably just what he had in the alleyway after he left the bar. He probably had a few more at the bar. You know, I fucking you know. hope so, man. I mean, dude, like drinking a, six of yeah. drinking a six of ale. Is that a are six you going to be all fucked up? No. Slam. The, he, they use the word slam. slam. The verb slam. You slam, slam a six, a of, six ale? of ale? I guess so. So he chugged it back. You eh? slam it. Yeah, it's like shotgunning six ales. You might be. Oh, you okay. might be. You might be. You might hitting be. a couple of wives on your way home. Crashing wrecking a couple cars. Wrecking a couple cars and hitting a few wives. Um, but this last, this last, uh, last part of the verse I really like. It says, well, the preacher man, he comes and asks him. Does he know the mess he's in? He says he'll turn to Jesus if he'll bail him out and buy him gin. That's a great last line. That's a good line. It's, it's very, good way, it's very good posish. Very posish. It sounds like something Shane McGowan would write. Yeah. So is this this is just a very nice storytelling. storytelling it, it's well storytelled. It's got like I mean, it's just it's um true to the uh like uh essence of uh Celtic and and, and, and folk music where it yeah, it's got the storytelling element. Story, yeah. And um yeah, you know, it definitely reminds me of like something the Pogues could sing and stuff. I and uh, yeah, I just think these are some of the most well thought out, clever lyrics I've ever seen in a Crash Test Dummy song. And where I'm not scratching my head, being like, "What the fuck is this?" I'm actually being like, "Actually, these are pretty good, and I really enjoy these lyrics." Sucking you and, in, it's good. And and you know, there's a cohesive idea to it, and right. um, and it's, it's told in a clever way. And yeah, I. I like these lyrics this a lot. Song, this song is all around an awesome song. Yeah, yeah it's, it's good. It's, yeah. it's pretty good. Which is weird. We have this. Ha- this doesn't happen that much. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I actually, of all the songs we've covered, I like this one the most. And I'm not just saying that because I chose it. Yeah, this is actually the one where I'm like, this is a good song. Yeah, yep. I, I saying, actually I, like it. Out of all 44 of the of the songs we've covered, this is your numero uno. Yeah, more than flying feeling. Yeah, absolutely. This one, because oh, yeah. if you recall, back when we did Flying Feeling, right. Angus said that was his favorite. He's always said Flying Feeling is his favorite. Yeah, that's because Flying Feeling's kind of funny. So, so fly- I love it. It's funny. You like it in an ironic way. Yeah. This I, is uh, just like, this is just like, yeah, yeah man. All right. I, uh, I wonder what chose them to go there. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. Winnipeg. Whoa. Do you hear what that? chose them to go there? I hear, that's Bruce, but. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. shit. I forgot about that. But it's Woo. not. Bruce Springsteen. Oh, fuck off. It's Bruce Hornsby doing the. No, you're wrong, dude. No, that's, that's Bruce Springsteen. That's, that's that's just the way it is by Bruce Hornsby. No, dude, you're fucking deaf, dude. That is for sure Bruce Springsteen. No, I swear. I I thought it was Bruce Springsteen, but that's uh, Bruce Hornsby. I don't, I don't know. I think that's Bruce Springsteen, dude. Some things will never change. I don't know, dude. So. I swear that's Bruce Hornsby. No. Yeah, see? Oh, there you go. It's totally Bruce Hornsby. Yeah. That's it loud and clear now. Super loud. Where did he come from? Yeah. I don't Where know how he it so clearly. Where is this music head? even what what is even choosing them to go there right now? Well, I guess Bruce couldn't be with here with us tonight, so he sent his other friend. Yeah. Bruce. 
Fuck you, Bruce. Suck my dick. Yep. Thanks, Bruce. It's uh, it's time to see what's in our sips, eh? Uh, hello, folks. Uh, welcome to What's in My Sip, uh, where we uh, take a little drink of our uh, respective respective, uh, drinks. respective uh, 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 drinks, and then uh, we tell you what's uh, what's uh, what's a uh, what's a puckering and a poplin. My name is Matthew David Earl. My name is Dana W.R. Edwards. My name is Dank Dash Lou. Dank Bangle Drank. Dank Attack Tree. Doobie. Alooby Looby. Alooby Day. Yo, Bane. Hamane. Lobane. Yo, Ba. Kanahane. Sabadoo. Webby Debby. Ruby Doo. That was Somalian. No, let's so, go. Some, let's some go. native let's Somalian folk songs let's from Dana W.R. Edwards. That's some southern jukajak. <laughs> that's what I'm calling to beat it. That's the Creole. Oh, Baba Dina. <laughs> Samane. Halumba. Look at that. That's the Creole. Well, we're going to start this off. I'm going to pass it off to my uh, co host, uh, Durba Dashadoo. Yeah, <laughs> hoobie doobie. Uh, what's in your sit, Durba? I'm actually speaking of the South. I'm drinking hey y'all. Oh, hey. hey, Southern style hard ass tea. This is the first time I've been not. Uh, this is the first time I ever drank this shit on the show. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Oh, come on. It's a bit distracting. Habadugajiru. All right. We all know. You know, in the South, our tea is always served iced and hard, man. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a little sip here. Dick. Ice, ice dick. Mm. Come on, let's roll. Come on, let's roll, baby. All right, hold on. All right. Well, uh, man, I am. I had a long, hot night in a hotel room. Didn't sleep that well. Mm. Kind of sweaty, you know. Wake up in your own sweat, your boner, and you don't, you know, you don't feel well. Your tummy's upset. And it's just bothering you all night. You just not getting a good sleep. The heat so, or the boner? A little bit of both. <laughs> it's not going away. It's it's just there all the time. They're Never both goes pretty away. similar, right? Neither go away. <laughs> yeah, it's sweaty, sweaty pool of bed and sweaty bones. Hot southern night in the hotel room with no AC. So shitty sleep. Um, mm-hmm. Luckily, in this in this this hotel, there is there is an all inclusive breakfast in the morning. So I go down, I'm ready for my breakfast because I had a shitty sleep and I just want a coffee and some eggs and whatever the fuck else they have in the South. And uh, I get down there and they're like, I'm sorry, this our, our kitchen got all flooded last night. And uh, you, we, but, but don't worry, you'll still get your free breakfast. You just got to go to the diner across the street. It's like, all right, that's fair enough. It's still free. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. So I go across the street. And it's a big old diner, and it's a it's a buffet. It's like a country, you know, like chicken chef kind of buffet shit, you know, southern shit. And uh, you go put all your food on a plate, and uh, so obviously it's breakfast. I, I got some pancakes. I just saw the pancakes. I just started loading up on pancakes, some flapjacks pancakes. We'll fucking stack them up. Five, 20 high pancakes. Pancakes up to the ceiling, butter all over. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so excited for all these pancakes. Fucking stoked. These pancakes look good. Um, and they had a syrup machine. So I go up to the syrup machine. There are no syrup machines. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a syrup machine. You, you pull the lever down, get it's it on like the pancakes. A machine. Yeah. It was Maple syrup. syrup? No, just pancake syrup. No, Aunt syrup. Jemima's. Just syrup of Well, this is just... They, they serve, they serve, isn't Aunt Jemima's maple syrup? No, no. God, no. No, really? corn syrup. Yeah. Just uh, corn? Oh. Yeah, maple syrup is pride. Maple syrup is expensive, man. Maple syrup. You ever had boysenberry Hold on, syrup? Let me finish, let me finish my fucking story. So, so, anyway, I'm pouring my syrup on there, and then I look 
I hear I hear the door open like a. Now I look over and I wait, 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 like what? And I look over, and it's just I see the most beautiful Southern Belle mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my life. She's wearing a long floral dress. She has long, long, shiny, shiny legs. Really short arms, big, 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 big legs. Eyebrow, big waist, baby. <laughs> really thick eyebrows and a big yeah. mouth. Hell yeah, thick and eyebrows, flaring really, nostrils. Really thin lips, but a big mouth. Curly side brow. And really red Curly cheeks. Curly side brow. Like patchy red cheeks. She was, she was just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I was just, and like my mind started, my, started my mind started running off. Yeah, and I started, I started thinking all sorts of things, so I mean, dirty things, cheesy things, Real, lovey, lovey, dovey, romantic, romantic things. That's nice. Yeah. Having kids in a fucking white picket fence things. Oh, that's good. You know, yeah, yeah. holding hands, running through the the southern cornfield backwards with no clothes on things. And <laughs> anyway, I come back to it, and I and I poured so much syrup. That the floor was was about a fucking half a foot high of syrup, and and no one could move because we were all stuck to the floor, and then then we all died. And that's what's in my sip. But did you die with your dignity? You, you, you died with the woman you love. Nah, she was at the door. I oh, she, 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 she was long gone. I was at the door. Yeah, she left. Yeah, I didn't even get to speak to her. Oh, bummer. Yeah. To my sip. That's fucking man. Your mind is weird. I got you weird. Got a weird mind. Man. I got weird dreams. That's yeah. a rough way to go. Like so, like no one came in and no nah, man. They they there was like one of those fly traps like you where didn't... you land on it and you stick. Yeah, it's and you didn't drown. You just all stood there, kind of like shooting yeah, the shit and talking. Be like, I hope someone shows up. Can you reach the phone? I can't reach no, it. They, they quarantined us. Cell phone? They no. Quarantine us off. They're like, <laughs> right, right. it's not oh, worth it. And then one guy's like, I got the cell phone. Oh, I dropped it in the syrup. Matt, uh, <laughs> hey Matt, what's in your sip, buddy? Uh, well, I'm drinking an old Milwaukee. Of course, old Millie Matt's back in the house. Let's give it a try. Give it a little pickle try. Give it a little pickle try. <laughs> All right. I'm a co-op. Oh, you're a co-op. I'm a co-op. <laughs> I work for the Boston PD. Oh, this is a bad accent. It's not a bad accent. <laughs> I work for the Boston PD. I'm not just a co-op. I'm a guardian. For the fair city of the Boston municipality. You're a server. I'm a good father. I love the Red Sox. I love, I love the Red Sox. I love, I love the, the Bruins. I love the Bruins and I love the Celtics. <laughs> and after a good, hard days of work, you can go down to your favorite bar and you can have a cold one and watch the Bruins beat the living snort. Out of whatever dumb son of a bitch decided to step foot on our rice. That's what's in my sip. That's it? Oh, Jesus. Dude, I just liked it for the Boston accent. That was great. Thanks, man. Oh, my God. All right. That's great. Well, I'm drinking 33 Acres of Ocean, which is a local brewery, 33 Acres. That's yeah. uh, a West Coast Pale Ale. It's 5.3. Imagine drinking 33 Acres of Actual Ocean. I love watching the Bruins. Yeah. Uh, it's 5.3% alcohol. I'm going to take a sip real quick here. All right, so I work on this farm with my buddy Clint. Uh, we mostly do uh, vegetables. Yams are a big seller for us, so every day uh, during the week, Monday to Friday, we get up super early, 5 o'clock, sunrise, uh, we go out starting planting seeds, uh, you know, doing regular farm work. We do it every day, it's, and we're me and Clint are real close with each other. Um, How close? Uh, like I would say, you know, uh, his room is about uh, six or seven feet away from mine. Oh, geographically close, not emotionally. No, we live in the same house. Clint's a, you know, he's a, he's like a roommate, but we have this farm idea where we're gonna yeah. get making, we're gonna make millions just selling yams. Mm-hmm. Plan that shit every day, yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, you know, towards the end of the night, uh, when we're done working, 5 o'clock, we keep seeing this big, weird-ass shadow. When we're sitting back on the porch having a couple uh, drinks or whatever, we keep seeing the shadow in the far distance where we planted all these crops of yams and all this shit, corn and fucking all this bullshit. Is the shadow on the, 
like the ground or on the horizon? It's on like the horizon. It's, it's, okay. it's, 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 it's on so the gra- it's, it, it's like on the horizon. We can see it from far away. So it's we not something it, projecting a shadow. It's like standing upright. It's like it's a, standing upright. Yeah, so, and, so it's like and, an outline of something. Clint yeah. gets in my head. He's thinking it's Bigfoot. I'm like, there's no fucking Bigfoot. There's no Sasquatch. There's no Yeti. Yeah. Uh, we do this for weeks on end, and every single night after we have the working out or whatever, we uh, we keep seeing this shit. Mm-hmm. Finally, we're, uh, you know, one night, Clint just gets upset. He's like, I'm going to go check out what the fucking shit this is. Mm-hmm. Clint's brave. Just, he, Clint is very brave. Brings a shotgun with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sees the guy. Yells at me, hey, Danica, let's go check this shit out. <laughs> Turns out it's a goddamn panda. Oh. We got a panda bear. So what part of the world are you in right now? Uh, we're in uh, we're, uh, Comox Valley. <laughs> oh, not Beijing. Vancouver Island, Comox Valley. <laughs> Comox we see, keep seeing panda bears. Oh, weird. This one panda bear keeps coming back and forth. So we tease it for a little bit. We keep going months and months and months and mm-hmm. months. Uh, you just tease it for months. Yeah, we're just like, we don't want to fuck with a panda. They got no. razor sharp teeth. They yeah, got no bamboo. They're fucking eating our yams. So we're basically feeding this motherfucker. Uh, and finally, uh, we see another shadow. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, God, there's two of them now. There's two pandas. Mm-hmm. So these two pandas keep having sex over and over again. I, obviously, yeah. they're trying to repopulate. They're, they're, they're on the endangered species list, I guess. I don't know. Fuck. Yeah. Yep. Uh, finally, you know, after a while, me and Clint just kind of just sits it's on the back end. We don't give a shit. More shadows keep popping up. So we're like, oh, they must have had babies. They must have babies. Clint finally gets uh, a little, uh, he gets a little... Uh, Brave, and we start making friends with these pandas. They don't speak English, obviously, because they're bears. Jesus. But he's feeding them. Uh, he's feeding them yams. He's feeding them cornies. You know, they're real nice. So uh, one night, me and Clint, uh, you know, we see there's probably about eight of them out in the in the far <laughs> distance, whatever. <laughs> Finally, we're this. We try to do this. You know, do a little hand thing. We you know, come yeah. up. Yeah. So they come up and they come up on the deck. Come up on the deck, and uh, you know, we're having beers. They're not having beers because they're animals. They're bears, yeah, guys. Yeah. Guys, they're bears, panda bears. But there's about uh, uh, actually they're not actually they're they're marsup they're marsupials. I don't care. They're cute as fuck. fuck. And the reason they're cute <laughs> as fuck is because they're black and white mm, cutie pies. Uh, and finally, Clint's like, let's invite these motherfuckers inside. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, what are we gonna do with these pandas inside? We got the the mom and the dad, and we got the six kids. What do you want to do? Clint's like, looks at me. Straight in the eye says, Entourage, season two. Let's do it. And that's what's in my sip. So you just watched Entourage with these pandas? <laughs> yeah. Cool. I like it. Not bad, dude. 33 I thought you were going to say cuddle. I didn't think Entourage season two. But I that ex- is a good season to watch. I was expecting some kind of long, drawn-out joke, and that was the punchline, but it's just Entourage. Yeah. Uh, it was just it's a good story, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah, for sure. It's been a while since I'm I'm pretty rickety with the old what's in my sip. Hey, uh, any of you listeners ever watched season two Honorage with some pandas? She, head, give us a shout. If, if it's like one of the last seasons, don't fucking talk to me. <clears throat> you know, season one through four, I'll take it. If it's one of the later ones after four, don't fucking bother talking to us. Yeah, go fuck yeah, yourself. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. Walk anyway, you've been listening to What's in My Sip. Uh, take it away, Bruce. Okay, uh, once again, wrong Bruce. This is Bruce Dickinson, uh, singer to Iron Maiden. That's that's Iron Maiden right now. Bruce Dickinson, Iron Maiden. Some things will never change. That's just the way it is. Hey, everyone, welcome. Welcome back to the Real Dummies podcast. Welcome back to the Real Dummies podcast. I'm Matt Earl. Uh, my name is Dan Edwards, and I drink my pee. My name is Dave Furfrey and Shaggy All right, so the music to this tune. Oh man! Oh, oh great! Merry right. time. Uh, you got some notes prepared. Oh yeah, because what I usually do, my routine is that we're listening to the song at the beginning, and that's when I write my notes, and I don't read the lyrics when I write the notes. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I, I'm like all around good musicianship. Uh, I have no, this was clear before I read the lyrics. I have no fucking clue what the hell they're singing about, but I love it. We talked about it. Uh, yeah. And, uh, fucking amazing harmonica. Ellen with the amazing harmonies. I also wrote, this is probably their best studio performance as a band because everything kind of works. And usually with the other stuff, you got Brad doing shit. That's like, what the fuck is he doing? And you got the guitar solos are fucked up. I agree. And even the lyrics are good. Like, I don't know. Everything just seems to be pretty on point with this song. 
And uh, and it reminds me of uh, it's like I loved it right off the bat. And it reminds me of a fucking Irish drinking song. Yeah, for sure. I want to drink Guinness and get drunk stout. and some stout and grab the person next to you and put your arm around them and start kicking your legs around mm-hmm. like a fucking you know. But quick? yeah, absolutely. Let's hear it. There you go. But uh, there is a certain something in this song. Yes, there is. Now. Oh, right, yeah, it's probably done. Yeah. Uh, so, what did you I think of this? Uh, All right, hey, everyone. Uh, welcome to Angus Wright's Guitar Souls, where Angus listens to a guitar solo in a Crash Dummy song and gives it a rating oh. between a 1 and a 10. Damn. 1 being the lowest, 10 being the highest. Let's see what he gave this one for the song Thick Necked Man. Come on, come on. Angus. Yeah. Three eggs, yogurt, and granola. That was a bad one, man. Sorry. That's very, very sulfur. Three hard boiled eggs. Uh, so, this song <clears throat> is one of the few solos I've heard where it actually like matches the song. You like and it's, it? I, I like it, man. I'm going to, you know, you know, it's the song rules. Mm-hmm. The solo works. Mm-hmm. It's still kind of, it's like country-ish and... And, and and fun to listen to. It did. It did. I was thinking because it is, it, it is like a very kind of like Celtic sounding song, but I, I did notice the guitar playing had a bit of a yeah. had a bit so of a bends. southern rock kind of country yeah. thing to it. Yeah, absolutely. So, so I'm, I'm giving it a 9.13 out of 10. 9.13. Whoa, that's got to be the highest. That's it's a, no, no. Nope. Did I go I, I, didn't I go, didn't I go 10 out of 10 one time? You might have. You might have. But but that was because it wasn't a solo though. Mm-hmm. Because I gotta be harder on the ones that are actually solos. The ones that aren't oh. solos get higher. Also, ratings. it's not even just about the the the, the way it's the uh, tone of the guitar was twangy. Was very cool, and it like kind of stood twang, out. Twang, 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 twang of poo. Yeah, yeah. So nine point thirteen. Nine point thirteen. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening to Angus Race Guitar Solos. Here we go. Peace. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Openings Podcast. Uh, that was a word for my sponsors. Uh, what do we get down to now? Just uh, oh, no, our I, real I, dumb I, moment I because... Got, oh, I got one more note. Oh, sorry, said, yeah. Um, why did Brad... Like, the reason why I said that uh, I don't understand what the fuck he's singing about mm-hmm. is because he's he's talking pretty weird. You guys heard that, right? He's not really finishing his sentences... His his or, singing and he's, is and he's a little like, bit more like he's well, pretty, dude. Like he's I've never. Words I mean, one thing I said to you while we were listening to it earlier was that it kind of sounds like Men Without Hats. You know, the safety like yeah. you can dance with you. He kind of sings like that. It's not his normal singing voice, but yeah. it kind of it's good and it, it complements the style of the song well. Yeah. I think. Well, I, I'm just I wrote down that if Brad sung like this the entire time, this band would have been pretty successful. If he sang like this a little more often, but that goes for this whole album though. I feel like this. If they did more albums like this album, then they would have got a huge following. Why the fuck did they have to go and try out different styles? Well, that's debatable because God shuffled his feet, which came out after this, where they branched out a little bit and got a little weirder. <laughs> we got a little weirder. Uh, anyway, <laughs> doesn't that sound exactly the same? Uh, that was awesome. Um, <laughs> Um, that beginning is fucking retarded. But what about the musicianship? We didn't talk much about that. There's a nice. Oh, the, the musicianship's amazing. Like, not only okay. First of all, the harmonica is crazy on this song. Super yeah. amazing, and it's all over the place. There's a there's a there's a guitar solo. There's a harmonica solo. There's harmonies by Ellen. Yeah, the harmonies um, are great. The, the backups are by great. Ellen are, and, and also not just is she harmonizing. She actually kind of like takes the wheel and does some like epic backups like in it too. Like yeah. Kind of like takes the lead and starts like fucking giving her and man, it it's good stuff. And also the drummer was fucking great in this. Uh, what's the I didn't beat? notice that really. No, the, yeah, the drummer he's mm. doing all these really cool fills that really just cut they, they fill it out really good. And I forget who the fuck. Uh, Dorge man, Dorge yeah, it's fucking Dorge. Wait, hey, those are great. No, no, it's not Dorge. It's not Dorge on the album. It's Dorge. Vince Lambert. Dorge didn't play on this album. Dorge didn't play on this album. It's fucking, You're fucking Vince Lambert. Me. 
No way. Let's find a little bit about my main man Vince Lambert, who fucking no, no one, no one cares, Angus. Well, for, well, luckily for those, no one, because there's no Wikipedia page about him. So. Perfect. Let's just leave that at that. But Vince Lambert killing the drums. Mm. See, yeah, and uh, Ellen kills it as well, backing vocals. The the last like. <clears throat> 30, 40 seconds of the song, she's got some great stuff yep. going on. So. Rights, Always a big fan of Alan. Mm-hmm. So. Fucking rights. Um, I do real dumb on, but I'm struggling coming up with something. Man. You know what? Like, I, I think we skip it I because the song is just overall really... I think it's consensus is I great. I really don't have anything to complain about. It's uh, 44 episodes in, and I think this is the first time we've not had a dumb moment because I really like it. There have been episodes where I've been fishing really hard because I kind of like the song. There's but really nothing I hate about it. Yeah, I, I can't. Nothing I, mean, I hate. Well, but, that's our. That's what the, the real the dumb, dumb moments, moments about, about, like something that's dumb, not something that can be approved upon. Like, like fuck constructive criticism. Like, yeah. just like it's about something that's dumb. Wow. And there's really nothing. Are that's we dumb. seriously not doing a very, a, very a real dumb moment? A very dumb. Uh, are we really not doing a very despicable moment? I say disgusting moment. We skip it, and if the listeners have something. You let us know. You let us know. You also rate us on That'll be our tweet. (laughs) Our tweet will just be this week, just what is your dumb moment? What is your dumb moment? And and it can be hashtag thick-necked man at podcast podcast real real dumb. dumb. Still going. So um, we still so got Facebook. We're not very Twitter, active on any of this shit lately. We clearly like this song, but if there was something you did not dig about it. You let us know, Bingo Bangus. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. Yeah. Guys, it was good to get back in the saddle. Yeah, it's a rant. It was nice to hang with you guys again. Uh, it was. Sorry about the wait. Uh, you know, we'll try to get right what, back. What, you call me right fat or something, something there, buddy? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> um, I see what you did there. Cool, we'll see you next week. My name's uh, Dane Edwards. My name is Angus Lee. Uh, I'm Matt Earl, and that triangle is a Sausalese crash test dummies. Peace. Have booga, a good booga, night. Booga, booga. Stand by just as he and stood by just as yet. When he gets some dunk and he gets the money, the cash, the welfare check is stout. Throws the mountain to the street, you start to win, he'll spit you out. This money mine and son of a bitch will not many Man in a tippy standing from his office desk Many places he has been And many more he'll visit yet Well without his mummy's pride And kisses without his country's confidence Without the dying man's permission Without no guilt of consequence This narrow-minded son of a bitch Has not a wound to man Just not a soldier